when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? Welcome to Vice City, a.k.a. Vice Gaming's new gaming podcast, all about gaming. It's it's me, Austin Walker. We love games. We love games. Patrick Kleprick also here. Literally, the only people in this room right now are me and Patrick and Danica. And the Joy-Con boys. And the Joy-Con boys, (laughs) which we've been watching all day. This truly is Vice Gaming's new podcast. This mm-hmm. is this is the click. This is from this is way, pre Waypoint. Pre Waypoint Fall twenty six. No seventeen. No no sixteen. Sixteen Fall twenty sixteen. We just need to get Mike Diver on a phone. Shout That's out true. To Mike Diver, miss Mike Diver. He seems he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's doing some PR stuff. Out. Right, uh, doing music stuff. He's doing music stuff, which is great. Rapping you know, games I, in the UK. Let me tell you, Mike Diver's music taste is fucking incredible. So he shout knows. Out to Mike Diver, I miss Mike. Uh, we're here at E3 Day Zero at this point. Yeah. It's actually not. We're actually still in the past. We're in day negative one when we're yeah, we, we experience these things on day negative one. Well, we experienced them in day negative... Day negative... That was yesterday. You're right. That was day negative one. Both these were yesterday. on day zero. Oh. We're releasing on And these day are going one. on... Yeah, these are going on day one. We, we, we experienced a day negative one. Yes. Okay, that makes we're sense. Get it all together. Ooh. ha so yeah, this is opening the podcast that you'll hear on day zero. So our uh, reactions to the first day of the show yep. will come after this. Yeah. This is reactions to, we saw the Nintendo Direct early, yeah. and we had a chance to go see the new From Software game. Sekiro Shadows, Shadows Die, Die Twice. Twice. So Tenchu Shadows Tenchu, Die Twice. Tenchu Shadows Die Twice. On Vice I'm going to keep forgetting Pod, the Vice actual City. name of this, and I'm going to just call we it Tenchu. We should have named this podcast Vice City. We should have convinced Rockstar to let us name it Vice City. We should have just called it Vice City. And make them, make them, <laughs> make them just say, "Hey, down. take it down," and then go because it would have been much cooler. That would have been to the put vi- it up. Let me tell you, that would have been the vice move to say, "Just put it up," and then Rockstar says, "You can't do that." Yeah, and then go, "All right, cool, we'll change the name," we'll and then it. it's Waypoint Radio. But you know what? It was you know, right? it, you know it, what it went you into know iTunes. what this was called. It would be acast.com slash yes. Vice City instead of instead of Vice Gaming's new, vice podcast. Gaming's new podcast. So we are um we are are uh, going to talk about those games today. Uh, we're going to do a regular podcast tonight. Uh, the night that you're hearing this, there will be another podcast yeah. coming out that will be about. We'll uh, have seen Cyberpunk 277, hopefully. We'll played Anthem. Played Anthem. We'll have seen Ghosts of. of uh, I knew this a second ago. I wrote it down a second ago. Fuck. I've been saying it all weekend, no problem. Now the I new game from Sucker Punch. The new Sucker Punch game. Goats. Goats. Tsushima? Goats, I said. Goats. Goats of, of Tsushima? Tushima? Tsushima. 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 There's not. There's, oh right. There's a Silent K in there. Silent. Yeah. Tsushima. Tsushima. It's a little bit of a T. Yeah. Anyway, take you back to Japanese class. Um. Well, I've seen some other stuff. Uh, yeah. There's something I'm seeing that morning. I don't know if I'm allowed to say I'm seeing it, but I'm excited to see what it is. Seen uh, I don't even remember what you're seeing. I, uh, I can't. T- I, well, I can't tell you on this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna have to bleep it. To oh. Okay. Yeah. It's the thing I'm seeing at 11:30. 
Oh, I, I'm so curious about what that is. Yeah. So tune in tonight to see what that Maybe is. Maybe it's at the Sony press conference, and then oh, that'd be people wild. will have a better sense of what that is, yeah. or I don't um, know. Also, that day, Danik is seeing Destiny 2, so we'll have Danik yeah. talk about Destiny 2, and we'll have, by that day, I mean today, with the day you're hearing this, um, and then and then I think Rob is seeing Mutant Year Zero, and there's some other stuff happening, so we'll talk about, about some other stuff later. But for now, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct that went up this morning. We saw it the other day. Uh, we got some hands-on time with Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers. Ultimate. Ultimate. Um, we should talk through the... And then we're going to talk about Sekiro. So if you don't care about Nintendo, just jump ahead like 30 minutes probably. Yeah. And maybe even less than that. And you'll hear us talking about ninjas and shit. And you'll be like, oh, Hell that's yeah. okay. i got to go backwards. Hit, hit we got to get through seconds. Nintendo to earn our right to talk about the new from I software like game. Nintendo. No, I know. I, so wanna... I love... I fucking love Nintendo. Me too. We were just playing uh, our Switch playing through... We <laughs> all have Talking Switches. about Yoku's Island Express uh, just before we I recorded this. they stole my Switch. I couldn't find my Who? Switch. So I was just talking, Who's Danica, they? I don't know. The Joy-Con boys? The Joy-Con <laughs> boys. No, I was like, you know what would be a real good... I lost my Switch for like 20 minutes. And mm. I was like, oh, it's just gone. I don't know where it is. That's scary. I knew I didn't take it with me anywhere yesterday. That's scarier than a I phone mean, because a phone you can like go well, to your computer and like scary. find my iPhone. There's no right. find my Switch. It's extra scary because I have Mario Tennis on there. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I was like, did someone sneak in and all they took was one of our Switches? And then tonight they're going to come back and take like another just switch. the laptop or another Switch. And we're going to come back to the last They know there's three Switches three in here. Three microphones are gone. You know? <laughs> um, you know, people... It's not like Giant Bomb. They're not going to steal all the equipment. They're just going to kind of drive us up a wall wondering why exactly. it's just small pieces exactly. of equipment missing. Exactly. They're going to take a USB cable. And that's it. That's it. That's but like one that, that was USB really important. From the volume. An XLR cable is going to go away. Exactly. <sighs> Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Comes on. What's the first oh. thing you see? What's oh. the first thing you see? So we were not sitting next to each other. No. I was sitting next to Steven Stilver over Kotaku catching up with him. I tried to make eye contact with you. I leaned forward and looked. <laughs> and I didn't see you. And then you texted me and said... Uh, uh, I think just Mex in all capitals. Uh huh. I think you, yeah. Mex. No. L M A O. Mex. <laughs> Mex. And then I, uh, and then I texted you back an image of my notebook, my notes uh, app. I wrote Mex in all caps, <laughs> and then I wrote cell shaded ish, cell shaded ish, because it has like a little bit of a little some outline shit going on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The first like forty five seconds of this direct is just uh, like some good looking. Ass Max, and then it ends with uh, Demon a logo. X Machina. Demon X Machina, which is Fantastic in it. And the name. way like the logo takes up the screen is like Demon X Machina. Like yeah. it's a very and the, the the music playing over the bit is like very heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's extremely good. Uh did they I didn't get Marvelous catch, like, is the dev. Okay. Um what do they do? Uh, they've done some other I know they're Japanese like a JRPG dev. company. Uh, good question. Good question. Here's a good question. Uh, here we go. I got some game lists here. Let's see what they made for the Xbox uh-huh. 360. Yeah. Oh, no, they're a publisher. Publisher. So, that, so I actually don't know who deft it. Because they published... What have, what have they published? At least maybe give us oh, so a... Oh, they published Deadly Premonition. In North oh, America. right. They published um, No More Heroes, Heroes Paradise in 2010. Okay. Half-Minute Hero they made. Uh-huh. Um, they've made some arcade So maybe they're games. making this game. They, they could be making this game. They, they have made games. We don't have they a Wii. games in a while, though, according to what I'm looking at. Nintendo so. didn't give us a copy of the Direct, so, yeah, we're, so going, we're going, we're going notes a and, bit. like, what yeah. we... Uh, um, but so that was... The mechs looked great. The missiles looked dope as shit. Thing is, um, like, what that game was, There's a bad though? song. Is it an action game? It looked like an action game. Probably. Uh, it looked... It reminded me of some... It reminded me of Armored Core 4, 4 and 4 Answer, which are, like, the very fast-paced Armored Core games. Because those However, were slower earlier in the series, so one, right? So 1, 2, and chunkier. 3 are, like, a little chunkier. 1's very chunky. 2 and 3 get a little bit faster. 4 is just, like, go super fast. And then 5 brought it back down to, like, tactical, slow combat. Is 5 a PS3 game? 5 is a PS3 game, mm. yeah. This reminded me a lot of... So was, so was uh, 
four. Four oh, okay. and five both came out. One, on, two, three, PS2. Well, yeah. one was PS1. One was PS1. Master of Arena. That's whole, probably the last one I played was the uh, the first one. I, yeah. Four is really cool. Four is very high-flying. This reminded me of four, especially four answer, which had a bunch of, like, huge scale bosses, and then you were fast little mechs. And so mm. it was lots of, like, dashing around this giant, you know, walking tank in the desert and, like, shooting things. This had, like, that vibe. Uh, in fact, the, the designs looked a lot like Armored Core. I'm curious who the What if From Software made a tactics game? That'd be dope. What if they took the Souls gameplay yeah, and made a tactics good. game? Like, not to jump ahead to our ninja game, but like, what if that game was just a tactics that'd game really and the cool. perspective was overhead? I would play that. Yeah, right? Or like a like a Final Fantasy Tactics isometric. You get like stamina and like, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like this like I'm shocked no one's built that on phones as like like I I like a lot of roguelikes like Hoplite, which are very like mm-hmm. they're not stamina based, but they are resource management heavy. Right. I would love that to be Someone just from Star Wars, they're not going to do I'd that. Also add mechs to it because this looked good. Yeah, uh, I just think this was co-op is my vibe. I have no idea for sure. Square, where's front mission? So yeah, we're not going to talk about that right now. We but. already talked about it. You already heard us complain <laughs> yesterday. Yikes! Yeah, yikes! Was my tweet. Oh uh, yeah, so front mission wasn't there. So like, I do feel like this is the year of the mech. I do feel like we're seeing a lot of mechs mm-hmm. this year. We had BattleTech come out already. We had Into the Breach come out already. MechWarrior Five is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. We had uh, this game, Demon X Machina, on stage. We had mechs at another press conference yesterday. What was the other? Mech? Uh, no. Oh. Well, mechs at uh, uh, Anthem. Anthem has has little mechs. Has X Fallout has mechy sort of? I guess power, power suits. suits. Power suits. I mean, the history of mechs is tied very closely with the history of power armor because of. Starship Troopers. Starship right. Troopers is one of the influences on early real robot design. Anyway, I'm not, not going to get uh-huh, into it. Uh-huh. There were mechs right away at Nintendo. And I was yeah. like, yeah, mechs. So, and then there was another game that has mechs in it, but they're not the star, which is Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. Right. Torna the Golden Country was the name of the DLC. I didn't finish Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I had a fondness for it. I enjoyed what I played of it outside of the like super misogynistic designs or something. Right. Of characters. But it's like a JRPG. It's a JRPG, like very warm. Very like it was misog- it was misogynistic in the ways you expect lots of JRPGs to sort of be. <laughs> it, it went a step further, I'd say, in some of the designs. In some of the designs, but what, sure. I, what I'll say is, as characters, there are like some dope women characters yeah. in that game who have great writing and really great voice acting. Some of the voice acting in that game was fantastic. This seeing this and hearing some of the main themes made me want to find another seventy hours to go back and play Xenoblade Chronicles Two. That's out in September. Um, it's like a lot of the main characters of that game going after Malos, who is one of the big bads of that okay. original game. It looked like you were playing as a different character. You weren't playing as like the main dude. You're playing as I think one of the one of the female characters, which is like yeah, I'm here for that. I'm here for like a perspective change. Monolith is putting out those games at a surprising clip. Yes, and I don't know what the scale of this thing is, and I don't. I actually don't know. Is it standalone? Probably DLC big because like look, even a small expansion yes. for them would be like forty hours right, long. Right, right. Exactly. Even if it's ten hours, even if it's twenty hours, that's a lot <laughs> right. to add. Um, then I had a Smash. Was there like another Smash tease? There was Tales of. Oh, it was Tales of Xena. I have Tales of Question Mark. That was Xenoblade. Was it? Oh, so that I think that was me speculating it was what it was. It, was not. it looked like a Tales game. Gotcha. Okay. Um, September 2018. Uh, they showed um, really a little bit more uh, Pokemon, Pokemon Let's Go, let's go right. Pikachu, and Pikachu Let's Go and Eevee. Eevee. They talked about. Which, I haven't played one of those games in a long ass yeah. time. Uh, I probably haven't played a proper Pokemon game since like. Actually, like Red Blue and like whatever the ones were right oh, after wow. that. Okay. Like, I didn't really get into the DS ones. Why you didn't try? No, uh, I, tr- I tried. Just, just yeah. sort of, yeah. you know, I, I like Pokemon. It just mm-hmm. didn't really grab me. Um, but this one looks. Look, I like the art style. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it looks like it clean looks and nice. Um, this is not the big Pokemon game people are waiting. No, for. they've already explicitly the stated that's coming next uh, year. Yeah, next holiday. Like the like visual overhaul. Like mm-hmm. what, you know, what a next gen Pokemon game. The Pokemon game that theoretically people have been talking about for like 
15 years? Like, like what if they made console. Pokemon for the N64, the GameCube, the, the, Wii, Wii, the Wii, the Wii U? U. Yeah. Like, it sounds like the game next year is going to be that game. Mm-hmm. 3DS is going to be pretty long in the tooth at that point. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be shocked if there was a version of it for like a handheld. But I also Maybe. wouldn't be shocked if they just said, actually, the future is Pokemon Go and uh, – you know, Gen Nine or whatever the, right, right, right. the new yeah, totally. Is. So I mean, this is Pokemon Let's Go. You can you can bring stuff between Pokemon Go and this. It is really smart thing, which is smart. There's a lot of people who love, love Pokemon Go and who have not played a, a mainline Pokemon game. I get this as a bridge for them. There's still, I mean, this is the conversation we've been having all week with Anthem, with Fallout seventy six. How do you cater to two different types of fans? How do you let your fans know that the the core fans who want that hardcore experience that is like the past experiences they've had? How do you let them know that you're still thinking of them? This didn't do it necessarily. Well, no, but they they, they, they did they, they did it in a different way. They they show yeah they they show the big trailer that's like here's the splashy thing. Fans get confused, and then the hardcore fans that do the research go right. online, find out they, like the Pokemon companies put out a statement saying like, hey, like the big the, ones the coming. big ones coming, and like that's how you get people to like go, okay, fine. I was still probably gonna buy this one anyway. The biggest announcement yesterday by far, Super Mario Party with a reboot. Is that yeah, drop like, the numbers? Drop the numbers, baby. We're now was the last Super one? Mario ten? Not Mario Party. Did they go past ten? Super oh. Mario Party. Do you see? Yeah, it's, super. It's oh, it's better. It's better. Super. Oh, uh, you can you can put. What's switches. the last one they got to? Thirteen. Thirteen. Final Fantasy. Thirteen. Oh, they said Versus. <laughs> Final Fantasy determines what's a bridge too far in numbers. <laughs> Mario Party made it to thirteen. It said, "Well, Final Fantasy hasn't gone any further, but they have. They made they it to made 15. fifteen. Yeah, Mario. Mario Party had room to grow. Eleven. Eleven was this is the Switch one. Was the Switch one? No, there's not been one on Switch. What? There's not been a Mario Party yet. Okay, is this it? This is the one? Sorry, I was on FantendoWikia.com. Oh, it's... <laughs> hey, Joy-Con boys, can you... Hey, Joy-Con boys. Uh, yeah, that's... I guess that was not annou- announced. So, yeah. Mario Party 10, then, is the most recent one. Okay. And uh, that was a did, Wii U game. doing Mario Party the Top 100, which is... Or was a Nintendo 3DS, like, minigame collection. Okay. The top 100. All so right. This is the first Mario Party for Switch. Uh, they immediately, they like came out of the gate with that trailer to be like, yo, you're going to do some shit with your switches. Cause it was, remember it was like combat, like the tank combat game. Yeah. They, the they were actually like lining up switches together ways. and like, and part of that was like the way it was like, uh, so you would take the joy cons off yeah. uh, the switch, you would lay them on the table. And then there was a, like an element of strategy where like the layout on your switch, like you wanted to, it was too hard to kind of determine exactly what was happening. Yeah. But basically you were like, there was a reason to line the switches up next to each other in different ways. And then you could like swipe your finger across the switches yeah. to like initiate sort of a shot or some sort of sequence. But basically like they're turning like the switch itself and the, the, the physical hardware design into like some sort of kind of accessory. Level, yeah, and like you're, cool. um, I don't know how many people have a chance to like actually interact with the games in, the, in that way. There was also a cool one I mean, where we, would, we have three switches in this room. Right we, now. Yeah, we could do that. And also like, I want to be clear. I think, well, I think more people than we expect would, which is like the switch is not cheap by any means. But if I was a parent, I could have probably afford to get like, a Switch sooner than like an Xbox One X. Yeah, that's probably you know? and, and also yeah, it's a more utilitarian I just device carry around to buy. With you. Yes, and and like yeah, me and my friends like high school Austin would have had a Switch, and me and my friend Jeremy absolutely would have done yes. all this Mario Party shit. Uh, there was another one where like they uh, there was a, a baseball mini game, yes. and so they had the Switches sort of like you know propped up, um, you know fa- you know the, the, each uh, it was four players yes. like them facing one another, and they're like kind of sneaking off to the side to figure out like which pitch, to, pitch throw. to throw and like yeah, yeah. like it, it was a i like their millennials they i think that they capture something they, that feels genuine to me yes as like a little corny starting oh. starting with the original switch yes. promotional video it's like all these things have a certain corny added to them yes. because it's it's a it's a marketing video but 
Nintendo in line with, I think, Nintendo as a company and an ethos was like, it was very earnest. Yeah. And like, it's very much like, this is actually, this is what we hope people are doing. This is our actual vision for this product. Yep. And they seem to have carried that through like with stuff like this. Um, it was, it, it made me want to play Mario Party. Me too. Which like, there's a moment in that trailer where they show all the cool shit and then they go from that to be like, it's a Mario Party board and they're playing lots of Mario Party mini yes. games. Like my note there was, oh, also it's Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, then we got Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I think you were a little colder on than me. Um, These, uh, largely the aesthetic. I guess I was just yeah. expecting a little more from like, like in what people, in the same way people were talking about, uh, or expectations um, right. for Pokemon, like for the jump, like, hey, with like, it's a console Pokemon. I guess I was just expecting a little more from what the game looks like. I mean, it's fine. It's sort of like the cell shaded aesthetic yep. that, um, you know, you would probably expect for, for that leap because they're not going to go like in a realistic dimension. No. Um, there was stuff there that was cool for me, which was like, and it may be that blown up on an enormous screen, it like looked, it, right. it looks it worse look than like yeah, when yeah. I'm actually playing it like on my Switch, it'll actually like look I liked, better. I loved, I liked seeing running around a 3D environment as like third person to explore like the city your character is in or whatever. That was just like JRPG style. Yeah. That's neat. Um, I'm sure that a lot of that will be still be able to be menu driven, so that way you don't have to run around that city to go right. like upgrade your troops or whatever. I liked seeing troops; like that was a neat. That to me was the big. Yeah, it's not just one v one. It's right. like I mean, it can be like one v a group of archers or something like that. But it's like, yeah, you're kind of. It feels like you're commanding an army. Yes, it, even it, though you're really just probably doing the same thing you're doing in Fire Emblem. It really just is just a visualization what, it, of yeah. like, oh, Lynn isn't just a good swordswoman; she's also commanding a group. Lynn wasn't in this to be clear. There's right. another character, but I'm just pulling Marth. You know, uh-huh. uh, Fire Emblem sure. character, Roy, Ike, all you know, Soren, my boys, you, your boy, uh, Donald. Donald is just isn't where's Donald. Just, Alone with us with a pitchfork. He's got an army got of an army, army of, of, of <laughs> boys with buckets. The bucket boys. The bucket boys. The That's wet bucket boys. You can follow us on youtube.com slash bucket boys. <laughs> you spell that the way you know how to spell it. If thing doesn't work out, I've got a backup. I got a backup. We're going to bu- yeah, we know you know about the bucket the boys. Question bucket. We got all sorts of buckets. Bucket boys. Um uh here I wrote that good anime shit that gives me chills down. <laughs> Uh, their formations. Oh, the cutscenes like, or just like uh, yeah, that's, okay. I'm just all right. person where it's just like the music swells and like all right, I'm here. Here's this life god coming down yeah, to, to sing with a heart. Hang out with fucking the know. human affairs. Yeah, exactly. Um, spring 2019 for that. Which sure, they've got the one thing I'll say um, and something they've, they're they're managing better than uh, they ever did on the Wii U. Um, which partially my uh, I wonder if this is because a lot of these games were in development for the Wii U push to switch and then suddenly you have like a lineup that can you can release a game in the spring and the fall in a very un Nintendo way because these games were not necessarily meant for this hardware um, but like there's something kind of for everyone between the indie stuff right. between the well, stuff Nintendo's doing we're about to see the next thing which is for as many people as you can imagine right Fortnite yeah Battle Royale out today everyone knows this because of chance. Chance the Rapper already tweeted it. Except he just wrote he said, Fortnite TMW. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah, exactly. Fortnite tomorrow on Switch. And it's like, Chance, Chano. How did that happen? Was he in one? He was not like, he didn't like go get a wristband at the LA Convention Fuck, what Center. What if he was? That would be, what if we just looked over our left and Chance was there and he was kicking my ass at Smash Brothers? I could see it. If I can just drop his ad lib in there. I mean, what? whatever. I saw, uh, I saw, I saw him at a like Dave and Buster's uh, type place. I, I told, I feel like I told this story. Yeah, I, I saw him playing DDR. Oh yeah, you did. Was he good? Yeah, he was really good. Fuck, that's and I so wanted good. to go over and, and do the. He was with like a bunch of kids and his oh, friends, and I was like, okay. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. I am not Chance the Rapper, but I understand people coming up to me. Yes. And I was like, you should write him an email. 
You can just write him an email? We'll figure it out. Does he have an email? We we work with music people. Oh, okay. Musicpeopleadvice.com. Noisy what's ch- at What's chances? No tray. Give me chances email. We've done that shit before. Okay. You know. He was good at DDR. If he's good at DDR, there's a story there. He was doing the thing where I like... I should have told you. Why doing- past Austin, you should have told all of this to Patrick Van. We would have had this story on the site by now. <laughs> Well, I I was I made the decision. My wife was like, "We should go say something to her." And I was like, "No, no, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do that." And then she just slyly took out her phone and did the pinch wow. to zoom and took a video wow. of him. Like, we need proof. I was right. like, "That's true. Right. We do need proof." Uh, did y'all did you see the Vince Staples uh, PUBG thing? No, I think it was Vince Staples. Uh, uh, this is a different PUBG tweet. He was basically like, he was basically like, when y'all are done with fucking Fortnite, you come get me. Like, and we can play some real games <laughs> like PUBG. It's extremely good. Um, all right. Then we so got... So, yeah, that, that, the, uh, that's uh, one. Uh, it's I think it's going to be huge yeah. on Switch. Yeah. I think there's going to be a... Free a, Today is a very good Beyonce moment for a game that's that big on a platform that that's big. And I think for there's probably a, uh, you know, a crossover between, like, folks that play it on mobile and then may also have, have access to a Switch. And Switch mm-hmm. is going to be a much better way to yeah. play that game than it is on your phone or iPad. Yeah. I will play it there. I'll fuck around with it. I'm 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 excited to have that game just sort of available because right. that's a way in which I may dick around with like new modes in that game in a way that I when I'm sitting down for like PC time like you're in a mode. I, yeah, I want to play something a little different than that. Yes. Uh, then we went to Reg. For, here's a here's a note. Two notes. Yeah. Talk about indie games is coming up. That's what we're about to talk about. There's a black eight hundred indie games. Was that? Did they say that? No, no but I it sure felt so. like it. It did feel like that. There's a, I, I couldn't keep up with the things that were being coming out around that. But here's a note that I did make: is Reggie said thank you to our independent developers at an at a Nintendo Direct, like direct like to the, the broad swath of indie devs who have helped fill that fucking store right. with, people, with games that you should play. And that, to me, is super interesting. We've talked about this because it contrasts with the conversation I had with Reggie last year. I went to Reggie last year. You can find this on the site. And I said, hey, I've spoken to some indie devs. And I had at the event who felt ignored by Nintendo because none of them were mentioned. There were no indie games in the in the Switch uh, uh, Nintendo Direct last year. And they knew at that point that, even at that point, the indie games were some of the best things on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Independent developers were, like, busting their ass because there was a cool new platform to play with that people were excited about. And Reggie told me then, like, oh, we don't think E3 is, is the place for independent games. We think... PAX is going to be the place for that because that's uh you know where where a little more hardcore gamers are. That's where like the audience would understand. It's an argument. Like it's it not. It's, I, I said okay. It's, it's that's I, not bullshit. What I told him then was I'll hold you to that. Like I want to see what you do at PAX. Like show me the love there. Right. And then they did. And I was like, hey, you know what? I I told him later in another conversation. Like nice. Yep, you did the thing. But it's so fascinating to, me to this year go from. Last year, where people were were a handful of indie devs who I spoke to, more than a handful, less than a less than a gaggle, less than a bucket. <laughs> You know, of indie devs were like, man, come on, Nintendo, to being on screen and saying thank you. Thank you to the independent developers. That means something. We talked the other day about what the value of morale is in, in this industry. Right. And like, cool, awesome. Good shout out there. And then they showed us some stuff, including Overcooked 2, yep. which I played at Judges Week and I couldn't talk about until now. Uh, Looks like more overcooked. You can throw stuff. That's really fun. It's really fun to be like, yo, I need an eggplant. And I was like, whack. Throw that fucking eggplant. <laughs> you would catch it and like turn around and drop it and chop it. Drop it and chop it. Our new show on Viceland. Um, you drop acid and then you Oh, cut. see, now that makes now sense. Viceland. Eggplants. Egg, eggplants. Mm. Winking. Um, that looked cool. Killer Queen Black. Yeah, have you played Killer Queen? I played Killer Queen once and I didn't understand it. 
because I was playing with people who were better than me at Killer Queen. Yeah, that's not the way to play Killer Queen. Right. It's, it's yeah, most people probably don't know what this game is. Uh, it was this is why it's wild that it was on that screen. I read you was like like the the critically acclaimed yeah for cult like classic the, a couple hundred people, a couple thousand people that have played this game. Right. It's probably more than that, but it's it's an arcade machine that was specially made. Um, uh, it supports up to eight or ten players, something like that, and it's meant to be played like it's not. It's meant to be played with a full slate of people. Right. Like the whole idea, of the reason they made it an arcade game was that the the community, like the the camaraderie, the the the, the rivalry of in person people. Uh, was a huge part of like the pitch. Like the reason it was an arcade game was because they wanted People that sensation. The they space. didn't want voice chat gotcha. um, in the original like version uh, of that game. Um, but that was like a decade ago. It was like eight years ago or something. It was, like twenty ten, twenty eleven when yeah, I first started yeah, hearing yeah, about that yeah. game. And it's a it's a it's a really tremendously fun competitive so game. How many players? It's like five on five or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't know like what they if they've changed it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was four and four uh, before, and you know, like you play like worker bees, and then there's a queen who's like really powerful. You're trying to take out the queen, but the queen is also like like really uh, a player the, plays the queen. The player plays the queen, and like the queen in the right hands, it can just devastate right. um, an entire army. Um, so there's this this really interesting push and pull and like you know, there's resource collections happening at the same time so you're you're balancing between like building up your resources and upgrading your bees to like going out on the offensive and like right, trying to, right, to take out right. the other worker bees um it's it's it sounds simple but there's a a a, a speed uh, to it that is just like relentless and, gotcha. and anxiety inducing in like a very good way um and like on the switch especially i mean this had its uh what's switch but uh I, my understanding is it's going to come to other stuff at some point mm-hmm. um it's a good. It's. I'm glad that more people are going to be able to play that game outside of the arcades. Totally. Um, but it is going to be a game that I think is like it'll be fine online. Um, but it is very much a game that is like rewards players for like playing it in person with one another. Right. Totally. So I'm curious to see how, the, how that comes out. Uh, Hollow Knight. Uh, Hollow Knight out today. So excited. Finally, I'm going to play. Putting that game. off playing yeah. that game um, because I heard as someone that like really likes Metroid uh, inspired games. Um, who really likes Dark Souls inspired games? It really likes Dark Souls inspired games. I heard the Hollow Knight was like this really interesting mixture. The two is a gorgeous like it's it looks really like an good. animated it film. So like it's just yeah. re- really really uh, special. Um, and I played maybe like half an hour of it back when it came out and was like, oh, this seems interesting. And then just put it aside for whatever reason, like a million other games. Um, and then around the time when I think like Game of the Year stuff was happening, people were saying like, hey, you need to check out Hollow Knight. This seems like super like super up your alley. But at that point, I had heard about the Switch version and was just like. I think I'm just going to wait yeah. for that version and like that'll be the way that I play the game. So I'm super excited that uh, between Fortnite and Hollow Knight, like those are pr- two pretty good two like, hey, out today. Yeah, there you go. They got both nights covered. <laughs> um, and then we got Octopath, Tra- Octopath Traveler. There will be a June 14th demo, a new demo. From that game comes out demo, July 13th, it's so it's not 13th. far off. I was just telling earlier today, I was like, we were, we, today of recording, we were just watching the Bad Square Enix conference. Yes. The, the weak The bad, bad. Bad is probably strong. Weak. Lackluster. Lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, bad. Bad. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, Octopath's coming out soon. I'll probably just wait for that unless the demo does the thing of like... Oh, carryover? Some cool carryover. Yeah. Or you get a bonus job class. That seems like a Square Enix thing to do. Yeah. So so that looks... It has a good look. I haven't played that first demo. I heard there no. was some interesting bad shit maybe in there with some of the characters, but... I, I mean, the demo, that I original demo was put play. out less... Uh, the, the way it seemed to be framed was, yes, it was a demo, but it was also more of like... A showcase. Hey, like, what do you... Th- like, And also, like, what do you think of this game? Because that yeah. was like a full year ago when yeah. that demo came out. It was. I think that was like... To some degree, it was like, you know player feedback like That's an action an action like more more of a beta than any like actual beta mm, interesting. than uh, interesting. uh is actually it looks it's such a cool it's very pretty it's like, like 
you know, pixel art characters in a 3D pixel art world, almost right. like Paper Mario style. Yeah, very it's almost uh, like uh, good Fantasy use of shadows, style. like yes, with yes. the, the, the and light. Yeah, yeah. Good color, good color palette. Not just like not bright and cartoonish. Almost um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Not sun swept, but like um, uh, like sun bleached. Almost, sure, right. Yeah. Like it looks like there's a like long color shadow. drain. Like yeah. co- color yes, was it's a little there. desaturated, but there yeah. was color once. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Then we got this huge list of games. Captain Toad. Captain Toad July, July 13th, also yes. July 13th. Uh, it's going to have new content, apparently. Yes, uh, that they announced that. it before. Yeah, Captain Toad is a... Uh, there are a lot of deeply underrated... <clears throat> and mostly underrated because just not as many people own a Wii U. But um, Captain Toad is a superb uh, puzzle game. And I, I'm excited to play it a second. Like the, I wasn't going to play it again, but now there's new content. So it's just like, all right, I guess I want to play it again. I never played it before, and it seems very much like my type of ah. puzzle. Like that style of puzzle box... Like platformer yes. is it does scratch an itch for me, uh, so. and it's it's uh, you know in a strong tradition of Nintendo games where the collection part is uh, like a really strong suit of it. Right. Like it's right, right, there's right. a deep uh, reward for curiosity um, rather than just uh, collectibles for collectibles' sake. Like right. it is like I mean it, it functions for stuff you can unlock, but the sheer active in collecting is a reward because the way they hide it in the levels is like such a delight. That is the game. That yes. is the, right, right, totally. Uh, Starlink showed up, so we'll probably see that. You and I will probably see that tonight at Ubisoft. Right. The night that we're recording this, not the night Which is like out. a Toys to Life game. That's a toy, right. That was a Toys to Life game at the very least, where you put, a, like, a, you built, like, a little ship, like a little space ship, like a space fighter, and attached it to, they showed this last year to, like, a PS4 controller, and you could, like, pull things off of it, and, I, like, you're like, oh, I need my torpedoes. You could add them or whatever. Um, and that is. That was cool then. That this little quick shot didn't show any of the Toys to Life no, stuff. So we'll just see like if that's like There's a world stuff. that I'm curious, and by the time we're saying this out loud, you'll have already known probably from Yubi mm-hmm. of me being like, hey, is there actually any of that stuff in that game? Is that Toys to Life still part of that, or right. is it just a space shooter now? Right. We'll see. Um, Minecraft, uh, Dragon Kong, uh, Dragon Kong, Donkey Kong plus Rabbids added yeah. to Mario plus Rabbids. Cool. Uh, Carcassonne, really great. That seems like a really good board, board, board game. Board, seems like a really good fit for yes, the Switch, generally speaking. Uh, pixel Pixel Arc or whatever, and Arc. The oh, right. That's like a Minecrafty take on it Arc, like right? Because it's a Cube Worldy take on yeah. Arc. Well, okay. Well, if Cube World's never going to shift, if, then Wally, someone else might as well. Dude, Wolfram von Funk came out and was like, "I've been working on Pixel Arc. I changed Cube World into this. It exists now. Go buy it." <laughs> Wasteland Two felt like a weird. That was announced a while ago. I had no idea. That's um, interesting. I never played those games. I would like to play those games. I didn't. I, I heard. I remember. Switch I'm, is the right platform for it. But I asked some people <coughs> when that game uh, came out. You know, given that I, you know, I liked the Fallout games, yeah. but like the modern Fallout games, I haven't played Fallout One and Two. Um, but I was like, oh, like I mentioned those worlds. I was like, I like some X. Like I like. He was like, does that fit within yeah. the kind of thing I like? And the general impression I got was it's like an extremely hardcore right yes. game. Like this is a old school like no hold bar yeah and of the fallout one and two variety right um and i was sort of told like i don't think you'll have a good time with yeah. it so rob and i might yeah so i'd be curious what you guys think i, I it was interesting I because never got around to it on PC. Some of, it was hard to tell if people i don't want to say people uh was that game actually good or was it just sort of shocking that it came to exist around the time when crowdfunding was still so right. still so novel and right. the idea that a wasteland 2 could even appear because it's like that sort of game hadn't existed in a long ass time right. and so it's like was that a good one of those or was there some like you know some nostalgia glasses on there well, the, the thing is there was waste they're making another one i thought they were uh, wasteland three right is wasteland three the new one or is it is that how that worked or is there already so. a second one 
No, I think Wasteland 3 is the one they were raising money on. Uh, Again. Fi- fig. Right? I think Wasteland 3 is the thing. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Wasteland 2 was the one that got released from... Yeah, that was a Kickstarter game. That was a kick. That was There weren't two Kickstarter games? Well, that's... In Exile raised money for another game on Kickstarter. That was not Wasteland. Which is uh, Bard's Tale. Okay. And then Wasteland 3 was on Fig. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But that hasn't been shown gotcha. for Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, um, some other things Fallout Shelter... Paladins. Uh, World Ends With You. I'm excited about coming. People that like World Ends With You really like World Ends With really You. It's really good. I didn't uh, finish it. It's one of those... beat myself up about it once a year for not having finished that game. Uh, it was a game that really... From what I... I, I didn't play it, but uh, it's been in like a, you know, on a perpetual sort of like, yes, I need to play the game yes. at some point just because the kinds of people it's that so I know stylish. that talk about it. I know you love like, Kingdom Hearts, so I know Yeah, you I played the first two, so, right. you know, sort of I played the hair, game. Spiky hair, oh. fashion. Um, belts? I mean, it is actually kind of similar in belts, in the sense that it's a Square Enix RPG about friendship, about self-doubt, about like, it's, it's the pitch is very Persona, right? Mm-hmm. People who grew to like Persona 3, 4, and 5 will find something in World Ends With You because it's, it's that sort of like... You're in Tokyo. You're in like an alternate world Tokyo where you've been separated from regular people and you can hear their thoughts and like read their phone messages and kind mm-hmm. of feel how distant and disconnected everybody is. And the game is very much about you and your friends trying to get back into the real world and confront like your self-doubt, your self-loathing, your paranoia about each other. Your like It's like it's a game about growing up, right? It's yeah. a game about like going through puberty and going through your teenage years and like having to deal with like who am I as a person. It was a game um, that has be- so much style. Uh, people would rage about every couple of years because they made an iPad version yes. of it, and then Square was really bad about updating their games when Apple would be like, hey, you need to, like, I don't know, you know, whatever, you need to update your apps for the new uh, operating system, and Square would just be like, yeah, we're just not, and so these games just aren't going to work on your phone and iPad anymore, and then, like, there'd be just enough, like, rage, like, okay, fine, we'll, we'll put the money, we'll get the engineer it. to go yeah. update it. Um, um, so it's cool it, that, like, being on, Switch is, like, a great platform yeah, It looks it. like the iOS version in that there's only one screen, uh, right. I mean, the original because it game, was a, it was a big like it really used the dual screen. Used on both the screens. DS. You had like on your controls, your main character was or your I guess your your main character you played with a stylus and you're like dashing by like slight, like, slicing across to do mm-hmm. a fire attack or like tapping to shoot stuff. And you equipped you equipped these like pins that all give you different attacks basically, and so you would build out like attack combos. You'd be like tap 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 to shoot the ice thing out, slash to do like a fire dash, like all sorts of like slash upwards to do like a jump attack. And then on the top, depending on who your partner character was, they all had different ways of interacting where you would do like combos by hitting like up, up, right on the D-pad or something. So mm-hmm. you had one hand over there and you had one hand with the stylus. It was like a really cool system. Like different characters had different setups basically. And then he's like, I don't think any of that made it into the iOS version because you just had the one screen. Right. Um, so this looks like that, uh, but I, I didn't look close enough to right. confirm. It was, it was on screen for but like for half 10 second. seconds. Yeah. You know, fall. So that's exciting. Yeah. Then we finally got to Smash Ultimate. So mm-hmm. Smash was Ultimate with, with Sakurai. Welcome to Smash Cast. Welcome to, Sma- Welcome to big Smash. Big Smashers. Cast. I mean, I think Ready it's actually to smash. Really fairly quick, right? Because we got hands on, which is cool. We can talk about that. But like the big picture stuff, it's every character ever in Smash. Plus, which is a good pitch. Which is a good pitch. It's a little bit faster. It's there's the air dodge. There's perfect blocking. Well, we fortunately had um, uh, Kotaku Cecilia. Cecilia who, uh, and, and, yeah, so Cecilia was like she, a super She's fan. a Smash expert. And so, uh, it's like, I was asking her, like, before we are going in, like, what are expectations for this? Like, what are, Howard, uh, you know, and then it, being able to ask her afterwards, like, the air dash was, like, a big deal, yes. right? So like, also, oh, that's a huge deal. And we played with Kelsey Stark and uh, Which I guess we should say, the, re- the, 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 the change to the air dash, which yes. I, I, I can recognize even as a complete novice and all this stuff to why it's a big change in... Uh, 
it's been, I believe, moved back to how it previously used to be, where the air dash was uh, at some point changed to momentum-based. So it's like the dash was in the direction of where your character was going. Now you can just choose the direction of the air dash. So it can both be a way of like uh, manipulating another player into thinking you're doing something else, and that also you just have more control over your character, like, generally speaking. It also speaking. definitely helped me get back on the stage a number of times yes. that I did, would not have normally gotten back on right. the stage. Um the uh, eight-player mode is back for, like, goofy fun times. Yep. Uh, you s- unlock characters quickly. They said, they're like, listen, you're still going to get a small set you of start characters with like start, eight. but you're going to quickly unlock them. I still think that there should just be a button combo or something for people who just want to jump in and start playing the way they yes. do it. Um, uh, all the Amiibo stuff sounded right. I was just like, hey, if you have a Mario Amiibo, it doesn't have to be a fucking uh smash a mario to work with the mario amiibo stuff here just to have the character it's fine one thing uh so like in a q a portion uh so in uh, <laughs> yes. uh well i'll get to mine but oh, okay. um uh for uh, in, uh melee in the gamecube one there was like this really fun single player element to uh, to the game like there was just there was stuff to do if you were not just exclusively interested in playing multiplayer um and that stuff just disappeared after that version um and someone did ask if there's gonna be single player content and uh, their answer was like, well, all we're talking about today is the multiplayer stuff. Um, so like, but hope- the reveal of Ridley was some real single player looking shit. I don't think it was right, but like, if I did that mode, because the reveal of Ridley was Samus, Mario, and uh, Kirby or something, uh, mm, Luigi, no, mm, Mega Man, Mega Man walking through like uh, a well, Metroid <laughs> environment. I no, thought it was the well, fucking Xenomorph one hundred percent. I thought it was Star Wars. What? It looks like. The bridge at the end of Force Awakens uh, when Han Solo goes to confront Kylo Ren. Right. So my hope was they're adding Kylo Ren to this game. That'd be and, one of the, and one of the alt costumes is like shirtless Kylo Ren, <laughs> thirsty Kylo Ren. Come on. Joins the fight. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I saw the, the the Ripley tail. I was like, are they adding the fucking Xenomorph? <laughs> I looked over at you again. I was like, and then it was Ripley, which is cool. Ridley. Ridley. Ripley is I called Alien. it Ripley originally and I was like, oh, Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, Ridley Scott Which, from Aliens. Uh, for for folks that aren't familiar with like, sort of Smash and its history, Ridley's been this character that like, fans have been demanding to be in the game yeah. for uh, more like forever. Um, <clears throat> to the point in sort of fan made versions of Smash where people put in their own characters and do their own balance changes, uh, Ridley has been a a character they have hacked into the game. Um, and Nintendo has been actually surprisingly sort of hands off, uh, generally speaking, with. Sort of like the Smash, like, mod and hacking community, kind of just letting the players do their own thing. Like, I, I you know, read between the lines, it kind of sounds like if, like, Sakurai is okay with it, you know, or isn't annoyed by it, like, it kind of goes. He has a lot of power over at that company. But whatever the case, Ridley has been this sort of, like, oh, it's a new Smash, Ridley, Ridley, right. and it just doesn't happen. Right. And so, like, for a game that seems very, even though they kept positioning this game, their tagline of the game is like, it's a game for everybody, but, like, the whole presentation of this, all the characters, like the very specific gameplay yeah. changes they're making, this very much feels like a fan celebration of. I'm not saying. Uh, I'd say, I, I would say, the, my only pushback on that is that it's a little. It, it is that. I think that if you are a Smash fan, I suspect seeing stuff like the Air Dash and the Perfect Block is exciting because that's mechanic stuff and right. walking through some of the other key stuff. But they spent a lot of time on stuff that those players don't give a fuck about. Like new Donkey Kong facial animations. New Donkey Kong facial animations. Bayonetta's guns have different sounds now. Totally. Uh, Items and assist trophies. Stuff that the the, professional Smash players don't ever turn on at all. All that stuff is off all the time. And that stuff is for me, who wants to have a goofy fun time and throw a Charizard out. That's why these things explode. Right, exactly. I like the idea of echo characters. The thing of just like, 
slightly more than a palette swap. Right. right. Like Daisy comes out. She plays like Peach basically, but there's some slight variation. Right. Love it. Let's go with it, you know? Um, and we played. And uh, actually, the best thing of the entire day for me was they did – it was it was Bill Trinan and uh, – Nate uh, Bulldorf. Right, from, from Treehouse uh, doing the live demo for us. And – at one point, they played, I want to say, the Inkling Kid versus Ridley. Yes. Uh, and Ridley loses. Inkling Kid wins. I think I think Bill wins. <laughs> yeah. And we just get that slow clap of Ridley. The, the victory screen where all the characters screen. do, they're like, oh, good okay, job, good it. job. And, and it's, it's just big this fucking pterodactyl demon. <laughs> fucking slow clap. Good job. <laughs> it's extremely good. Extremely good. Uh, we played... And I think we it was good. We all probably won a match between the four of us, and yes. and it was a fun time. It's fine. My you know my uh, level of interest in Smash is pretty low. It's the kind of thing where if I'm at someone's place and people are playing Smash, like I'll sit down and like fuck around with yeah. it. But it's not the kind of thing where I'm going to sit down and like play it on my own. Like I'm just right. fighting games have never really been uh, my thing outside of like I spent a decent amount of time like learning Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast and like Dead or Alive two also on the Dreamcast. Yeah, did you um, catch Soul Calibur six at no not myself like no. I played that. A I like judges. I what's like his? That. Who's the man? Who's Mitsuri? the creepy? Oh, no, oh, creepy Boldo. dude. Yeah, what's Boldo's up, Boldo? Good. Yoshimitsu. A lot of creepy. Yoshimitsu is also very yeah. good. Yoshimitsu is good in this. Anyway, uh, played some, you know two games made by by, by Bandai Namco. Yeah, true. Right. Uh, Smash, of course, has a, a real hard Namco touch on it. Uh, like they are lead devs on it, right? Yeah, they Basically. work in collaboration with uh, Sora, which is uh, Sakurai's right, studio. Right, right. But I, it, you kind of get the sense of, like the main like engineering efforts happen right. at Namco, and then like the design stuff comes from Sora. Um, uh, other, no, no Star Fox. No Star. Wait, no Star Fox Adventure. Game. Right. Star Fox in Smash. Yes. Star Fox in Smash. Yeah. Yes, no, yes. but no Star Wolf in Smash. Lo, the long rumored like Star Fox racing game that Retro was supposed to be working on, which was reported by lots of very credible sources: yeah. Eurogamer, yep. uh, Kotaku. Yep. Um, that just didn't show up. Maybe that's no somewhere else. Metroid. No Metroid. No Yoshi. No Yoshi. Yoshi uh, no Animal Crossing. Someone asked about Metroid or, uh, uh, or about uh, uh, Yoshi, Yoshi and asked if it's still in development. And they said, yes, uh, stay tuned later this year. Um, so that game may be like an early 2019 thing um, that we could just get on a different direct. Right. Um, uh, they're remaking GameCube controllers and adapters, which I know is a big deal. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people need those and they're limited supply. Smash um, is also coming December 7th, which makes it, makes it sound like, yo, this game is coming at like super fucking hot. Like super they're bare, hot. They want to like, make Holiday. But December 7th is – and you can see it like slip in a week yeah. or something. A, here's a good thing about that is their um, online service launches in September, which right. means there's going to be months for them to – Time to play – time to pay to play Splatoon, Splatoon 2 online even though you've been doing it for free. I wish they'd shown more of the Splatoon 2 DLC stuff. Yeah. I guess they did that about They should just let you bit. play that game for free. Like this is for new games. Yeah. This is This is going forward. Right. Or they should make Splatoon 2 free. And you can pay it for the service. If you pay for the service, you get Splatoon 2 for free. Sure, whatever. Either way, it's 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 not cool to start charging for an online service that doesn't give you like you don't. It's not like you get native voice chat on the Switch. No. You're still using their yep. their, their shitty it's app and shitty. or using Discord or Skype. Yep. yep. Uh, so. um, my last note on this entire event is that during the Smash stuff when they were developing, they showed the new Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild stage. That song still fucks me all the way up. It like makes me like it chokes me up. Like genuinely, <laughs> the Breath of the Wild main theme, I get like in my feelings on that. That's how much I love that game. It's like so rare for me. Not to get emotional. I get emotional uh, yeah, all the yeah, time, yeah. but for a video game to have right. that sort of lasting like to evoke something that far away from it. Exactly. Like if they had announced new Breath of the Wild content, they'd be like, Oh yeah, expand like Breath of the Wild Majora's Mask, I would have that would have gotten me bad. You would have seen me. Like, Head in the hands, like oh. like sat, like like ugly crying. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, 
which is like exciting for me as a person to have that in my life. Um, uh, I did. I, I asked one question, uh, which is like you know the, the direct. You know when when everyone watches it, you'll notice like there's a, a long sections that are like very specific sort of gameplay tweaks and like showing like you know d- changes they made to sort of like a stamina system for for dashing, um, showing frame by frame like how a character slows down if you like keep dashing in place. Um, so I right, thought right. Uh, you know, one of the, my my I recovered a lot of Mario Maker for Kotaku. Oh, um, no Mario Maker. No point. Mario Maker. That's I I knew that was not going to happen. I think that game is next year. Um, and I'll be excited. To see. It makes me excited because this Smash seems like Smash, uh, like a, a half step. Like it's a Smash four. I think it's a Smash four. So this seems like a Cecilia Smash. at Kotaku. Yeah, it's four. No, it, it's four point five. That's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yes. like when, when Cecilia, like I was talking to her about, she said, "Yeah, this seems like a four point five. And yeah, then, like, I gotcha. in a couple of years, there'll be like the true Smash sequel. That like it would make sense. Like, here are all the characters you've ever loved. Right. This is in some ways a, a goodbye yeah, to like exactly. this is to this era of Smash, and then whatever they do next, they would be free to start making like more dramatic Big changes. changes. Yeah. Um, because uh, then I they, they can finally them, say, I, like, we're giving you back, like, different yeah. the ways Air Dead used to work. Like, right. we brought back every character. Like, Snake's here. Everybody's Hooray. Oh, the, the most ambitious, ambitious ice, crossover. Ice Climbers are back. The most ambitious crossover of all time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually, I almost wanted them to go further with that stuff. I almost wanted to be like, all right, do you want this game to play like Brawl? Do you want to play like Melee? What do you want to right. play like? Like, you can just tick the box and the physics right. change. I know it doesn't work like that. Right. But it would be cool if it did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the, the question I asked about was like, uh, something I f- was very irritating for Mario Maker where they would put out a patch and like the line in the patch notes would just say, uh, you know, general gameplay changes for a smoother and more enjoyable experience or some bullshit like that. Then they did that for Smash too. And then it was incumbent on the community to figure out like what the hell changed. Yeah. And it's just in an era where just like, just like, where then you go to wikis and it's like, oh, you know, like this value changed by five or however the, right. the community measures it. It just seems like something you can just. You tell just tell people. us. Just tell me. Um, and so I asked, you know, was there any thought given the way this direct, like, was talking very specifically about some of these these minutiae? Like, you know, could you just put out proper patch notes in the future instead of relying on the community to figure out themselves? And their response was that they leave it on a developer-by-developer de- basis on, like, instituting that stuff. It seems like actually the 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 status quo is that they just don't release any information because, like, I don't I can't remember right. I don't know a game that actually of theirs that actually does get that specific. Um, and but one thing I did actually believe uh, when they said uh, that Mr. Sakurai like pays very close attention to the to the community and what they're saying and like um, weighs all that stuff. The, the argument they made for Smash Brothers not having specifics on that was that actually they in, the team enjoys watching the community figure out what's changed and their reactions right. to it when it's when it when they're discovering it as opposed to having an immediate guttural reaction to a change for a change's sake. Mm-hmm. And I actually do think there's there's probably similar, a similar some there's other a, people have made that, that argument. Titanfall team made that argument. Titanfall two team made yes. that argument. And I think they ended up back, I think there's, it. But. There's a middle ground, right? Right. Like if it was just like changes made to Ridley's air dash, whatever, you know, right. like something that like at least gives you a sense of like, oh, here's where the changes yeah. occurred. Yeah. I'll see how I feel about there. Uh, so anyway, they said basically no, but that was a, but a question I asked. So. All right, we should take a break and then come back and talk about Sekiro, Sekiro, the wolf. Tenchu. Tenchu. Sekiro means wolf, apparently. Oh. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a real break because yeah. we have to go watch a different press conference. Yeah. Then we're going to come back and talk about the wolf. Talk about Shadowside twice. All right. So we will be right When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Welcome back to our day, one of our day zero podcasts, not our only day, day zero. Day Z. Day Z. Welcome to our day Z podcast. Wow, our day Z podcast. Yeah. Uh, I got killed on the beach in day Z. I'm hiding in the woods. I don't have food. But I got one bottle of water and a gun. Someone's captured me. I respawned on the beach, and they captured me immediately, and they're marching me through the woods. Save me, Patrick. You can hear my footsteps. What do you do? I've, I've used the bullet on myself. Good oh, luck. Wow, dark. Uh, speaking of dark things, we saw another game uh, from Dark Souls creator from Software, director uh, Miyazaki. Um, we know this. You said you Googled this, or there was discussion of it. Is Google Miyazaki- me, Chuck. Um, that's what Miyazaki said. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley hates Dark Souls. <laughs> and Miyazaki was like, Google me, Chuck. Um, hey, Siri. <laughs> what was the thing from earlier? Um, uh, the, uh, Aqua got norted. Aqua got norted. Aqua got norted. Aqua got norted. Uh, directed by uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is a third-person action adventure game. I don't believe it. With RPG elements. How did he direct Bloodborne that was a and Dark ago. Souls 3 and this ago. game? Dark Souls 3 was 2016. Uh-huh. 20, 2015, 2016. Somewhere in there. The year after Bloodborne. Yeah. Shrug. I'm shrugging. You I'm can't so... see it at home. It was two years after Bloodborne. I feel like this is was creative it? director quote-unquote. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a year after Bloodborne. Is this like, yeah. like John Lasseter no, over no, at Pixar is like I, a, you know, creative of all of Pixar? I believe he directed... Until he was I, bad. I believe he directed Bloodborne yeah. and this. And that Bloodborne, or and that and Dark, Dark Souls 3, 3 was just sort of like, my, my hand is on your shoulder. Right. We'll get there. We'll get there. that was like the Dark but Souls the 2 team right. making Dark Souls 3. Right. That's my I just want to know. Theory. I'd love to know, too. I mean, whatever, because I, uh, we saw this. We went and saw Behind Closed Door demo. During the Microsoft press conference. Right, like seconds after they debuted the game. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It was originally teased at Paris Games Week, uh, which was a no. big... Right? Game Awards. Oh, it was Game Awards. You're right. Sorry. Game Awards. Otherwise, it would have been at Sony, almost right. certainly. Uh, right. Activision published. Yep. From, from software, working with a new publisher for the mm-hmm. first time. They've worked with a Activ- bunch. Activision, uh, as a choice, both from... Less from from software working with a big third party publisher, more that Activision choosing to want to make some of this. Given that, yes. like, if you look at Activision as a as a company, you would think like, oh, they're looking for the next big thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, this game could be big, but this is more along the lines of when they were making games like Prototype and stuff like yeah. that, right? Like, I think this game is a lot better than Prototype. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's it's there's less uh, exploitation games as a service, like the things that are very successful for. Actors right now, Call of Duty, Hearthstone, right. Diablo, World of Warcraft. Like, there's a there's a thematic business like DNA going through all yep. of those games, uh, and this game does not <laughs> fit that I at mean, all. This game is a multiplayer. That's one of the things that they talked about. We'll get we we'll have to like walk through some of this yes. stuff because there's a lot to go through. But one of them is no PvP, no no summoning people. As far yeah, as yeah, no said, invasions, no invasions, no multiplayer stuff at all. Versus Dark Souls, versus Bloodborne, where we've had where we've seen some very notable duels in which Natalie. Took on an invader. It was very good. Um, let's walk through what this game is. Yes. All right. So it is a third-person action game. Yes. It looks not called Tenchu, mm, isn't it? Oh. I feel like. I feel like. <laughs> What's Tenchu mean? 
I, it's a game that From Software worked on. I don't, I don't know the Tenchu no, I mean, had, like, we, I know, like, distilled the essence of Tenchu. You're a ninja. This game is also a ninja. Right. Okay. Jap- in Japanese, Tenchu means divine retribution, which is a great fucking name. That is. You could just call this Tenchu divine retribution. Sekilo Or just call it divine retribution. That's, divine a, good retribution na- that's a good name, name for a video game. Sekilo means wolf, apparently. Sure. Um, and you play as a character named Sekilo or, like, the role. He's, he's a wolf. You are playing as a character. So right. that's a big yeah. distinction already. You're playing as a specific person who is, like, a ninja servant to the young lord who is, like, a young... He's been kidnapped? Lord who's been kidnapped by a, a cult. By an ancient Japanese, not ancient Japanese, a, a medieval Japanese cult. It takes place in the 1500s. It takes place during the Warring States period, the Sengoku era, which is like if you've played Onimusha or Samurai Warriors. Have you ever heard of Odu Nobunaga, Nobunaga's Ambition? That's that era. He's not in here, though. Someone did ask that. Yeah, so, well, like, well, they said it in the intro. That was also one of those questions where they shouldn't have fucking asked it because they already addressed it. Right. It's like they said, no historical people are in this game. Right. Uh, you know, uh, Mitsuhide isn't going to show up. Uh, uh, Hattori Hanzo from this period, not going to show up. This is in that setting, and the way that they talked about it's it was an like, aesthetic, and, it's, and as and opposed a context, to right, yes. which is like, why is there so much death in the world? Oh, because it's in the middle of a civil war. So you have these like long battlefields filled with the you know the flags, the banners, you know, sl- slammed into the ground, and the bodies, and blah blah blah. So that does present a sort of uh, context for it, but it's original story, original characters, not connected to Dark Souls or Bloodborne or Demon Souls, a new publisher, right? Yep. And so, yep. so the ownership there makes that. Certainly talked a lot about blood. Certainly there is some fun overlap stuff. We were just talking about that before we started recording. Um, and design-wise, you you look yes. at this and immediately, oh, this this is a From Software action game. They now have a template in which they move parts around. They change yes. things through. But it, like, if you've played one of these, like a lot of things are going to be familiar. Right. But uh, similar to the leap from Dark Souls to Bloodborne, right. like there's a similar leap from Bloodborne to, to this, this game in which like. You're, if you're going to come in with some familiarity, you're going to be rewarded for a, a general understanding of kind of the combat flow. But they are going to punish you and push you to play in a completely – not completely, way. but a, very, a, a, a pretty different way. A pretty way. different way. It, it seems like it's cutting the middle between the two styles, the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne styles in, in interesting ways. So you're going to find your your kidnapped master. And to do that, you have to fight a bunch of other samurai and monsters and... And also hide around a corner also, with a with a, uh, an old Japanese woman you know, she got stabbed. Looking real nice and they're like, don't worry. We're going to slit her throat, but she would ring a bell and other bad guys would come here. So... She's part of the evil cult who wants to sacrifice There is, like, in Bloodborne, there's uh, a creepy old woman, but, like, she transforms into a, a grotesque this creature. Is just a this is just bell. an old woman that you just You're slit her throat. Ninjas aren't good people. Sure, yeah. I guess. You know. I mean, they saw another one of those. Those. It was, I don't know if it was her or it was another character model who absolutely rung a bell on you, which speaks to something else. There's some light stealth in this game. We're like yeah. really walking through. We should just paint the picture that they painted for mm-hmm. us to some degree. Sure. Paint Start away. On, this, on this overhanging tree limb and jump off of it and like hook onto a, another tree limb with a grappling hook. There's a jump button in this game. Yep. If you hit X, you jump or A on a. And I guess it's like left, right, you kind of do like a. You dodge jump. There's a dodge jump. Right. Like versus there's also a dodge button. There's also like literally oh, those a separate B buttons. Button. Like on the Xbox three, six or Xbox one controller, it looked like he was hitting a button to do a side dodge and then a different uh, button that is just like a jump button. Okay. Like he there was moments in his fight where he was hitting A to do like a backwards jump, which is like a like an like it looked like a character action game in, right, in that way. Right, right. Jumps off this tree limb, hooks the uses his prosthetic uh yeah, that weird bone ar- that weird wooden bone arm thing is a which like, is from that original yeah. teaser is like a cyborg arm. Basically. Right. This is an excuse to give you a bunch of different tools. Right. And so like use that to do a grappling hook, grapples over, sees a lone samurai guard, 
and then does a stealth attack and kills that samurai guard. Yeah. Rolls up to another samurai, gets into a fight, but ends it really quickly. It was kind of hard to see. There was no HUD on the screen during our demo. Right. And so it, there will be a HUD in the game. They said they said they're just working on it. Just working on yeah. it. Um, like you're not going to be able to grapple everywhere. Like in the UI, there will be elements that like help right. suggest you like suggest where you, you where, where you can grapple onto. Totally. But it was weird to watch the demo because for a moment you're like, how did he see that how, tree? Yeah, and it's right. like, well, like, oh, he built this game and he knows where those grapple points right. are. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there was, stealth, there was stealth more than just a backstab. Like, jumped off a roof yeah. and then like landed Tenchu style with a sword to stab this person in the neck. Um, and then when combat starts... You know, against this other lone samurai, it becomes very clear that this is a different style of combat than what we've seen from from software. It is, it is, like I said, kind of in the middle between the more defensive Dark Souls stuff and the more aggressive Bloodborne stuff. Right. Um, as the speed, like the as the character speed of Bloodborne, hundred percent. But uh, the response- even even more defensive than like so Dark Souls. Like the, the defense of Dark Souls, like the like sort of like stereotypical like sword and shield, shield like turtle. That was the game didn't push you into that. That's just what a lot of players adopted to right. survive. You could be an active player who ran an agility build and rolled around. Right. And the, blah, yeah, blah. you had out, but, but it was for a lot of people. If that was their first like approach to this game, that was like a way to get through that I'm game. Get a shield that can block one hundred percent of incoming damage, right. and I'm going to sword or spear, and then I'm going to roll out of the way and poke big, you in the back. Right, exactly. So for this. You can hold down a, the, a trigger there's or no something. Shield. There's, no, there's shield. no shield. There's no shield in the demo we saw. Right, least. exactly. It's kind of and like, I guess there's no shield at all would be my... No, because the whole point of the game is... So the way they explain the combat, you could hold up your katana to block incoming attacks, but you have a posture meter. Or they're calling it posture right now. That might change. It's stamina in a, but in a different context. It's a stamina in a different context. It only drops when you block attacks and only when you fail to perfectly parry the attacks. They were saying that, like, you hit the button to parry. They showed us. You hit the button to parry, there's a flash of light, and your blade kind of counters the other blade in exactly the right way, and you can open them up for a counterattack, right? And the way that that's different is, like, you're constantly in parry mode, in a sense, right? You want to be getting that parry to keep your posture meter up. Or keeping, like, the aggression on the other person because you actually don't lose posture, Right when you attack, so, so you can spam away. You and like and that at that point, you're you're pushing a person back into a and corner dropping and dropping their posture before they get that parry and hopefully flip it around on you. Right. And that's where like the dynamic of like the kind like they described like combat in a, in a in a holistic sense as a clash of swords. A clash like that's, of swords. That's yeah. basically what combat blades. like the, the 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 DNA of this game's approach to combat. And it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of so defensive posture. Cool it's a lot of being like like panic anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Like someone is pressing on you and you need to find. Find a way to press back on them. Yes, you know it's it. Uh, I've said this before during streams of Bloodborne and stuff like that. That one of my favorite things in games is like I love the big bosses of these games of, of the FromSoft games, but I do really love the duels, mm-hmm. the feeling of like I'm matching someone who is who is just like me, and the clashing of blades, the the sort of katanas smashing against each other and having these flashes. Not historically accurate. Who the fuck cares? It yeah. looks cool. Yeah, 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 it yeah. looks like samurai films. It looks like anime. It looks like the depiction of what a samurai fight looks like or a ninja and a samurai fight. It's why one of my favorite bosses in the whole. Soul series, uh, Bloodborne included, is um, from Demon Souls, where uh, it's in the uh, the time. Mm, mm, it's the horror themed area from Demon Souls. I don't know Tower of Latria. Yes, uh-huh. and where the the boss at the end of that is like yes. it summons another the, player, the monk, the the yes. monk with the cool he- head thing, right? And he su- and, and it summons another player yes. in the world, and you have to defeat another. You have to. You could have avoided invasions. Yes, the whole you, the game. whole game, like gotten around that stuff. And as long as you, I mean, you can unplug the game, and then it just it spawns a random right. and, uh, like a fake NPC. One, a yeah, fake invasion. But, but like the brilliance of that battle is like, hey, like even if you've avoided this stuff all along, like you're gonna have to fight another player to 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 get through this. Right. And 
that's that, that's a really cool and, moment. And the, so the combat in this all has that really high stakes feeling. Um, you can heal. You can you have tools, other tools. There's you an have, Estes flask. There's an Estes flask equivalent. Uh, in fact, you also have like. Um, I mean, we don't know if it's an SS Flask equivalent because we don't know how you get it back. You don't know if it's – How the resources are managed. Resources are managed. It's either – What do know is – I hope it's yeah, – <laughs> never do the Bloodborne never thing again. Bloodborne <laughs> thing again. <Please>. I don't want to farm. Um, you do – one thing is that you can find like item usage or like or – like, um, what's the what, – I forgot to take the, the ninja prosthetic, which is what they're calling that arm, has tools. It's, and they a lot of them feel like the switch weapons from Bloodborne yes. where they have multiple modes. Or where like you're doing something with one and then can then moving in with a katana attack. So like, like you're th- yeah throwing uh, a bunch sure. of shurikens at someone to like break out of their posture and then quickly hitting like R one your regular attack and like that triggers a special combo where like you dash forward right. and then get a quick or hit you on do them. One, you could switch that from the shurikens to a big axe that will break an enemy shield and open them up and then you switch to R one or whatever the light attack is yeah. and then zoom in and like hit 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 hit. Um, and that stuff seemed cool. There's like a flamethrower one that remind again, Bloodborne had that like handheld flamethrower thing. There's one over there where like I saw them use it to like just do an AOE attack to get some space. And then I saw them like set their, their fucking sword on fire. And the thing that was interesting is they were using the same resource for all of that stuff. Hmm. They were, they were like, it was like, they were saying like, oh, it's the same, like that's the thing. I mean, who knows? That could change for right. sure. But it's like you have ninja tools or whatever. And like yeah. those ninja tools come from a pool. Um, what else? Um, it's beautiful. I think we saw that initial trailer and we're like, and that's a FromSoft game. Those faces are like FromSoft. Yeah, there's like a certain like aesthetic to their enemy designs that immediately screams, oh. Yes. Something about the hair specifically like on their enemies. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's just something about it. They're like, oh, right. Okay. That's a From game. Um, but the there's this incredible contrast, which you brought up in a question to them that was about the one of the things that they want to focus on is like the the beauty of of nature the the Japanese nature like the scene of 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 Japan in the 1500s you know like big trees big and trees, flowers blossoms, yeah. et cetera. Uh, and it was so striking to see FromSoft make something so beautiful because so their games are beautiful but there's like a right. dark uh, ugliness to the beauty that they create and that's Those always spaces used to be beautiful you can imagine right. what yarnum you're like there after <laughs> you can imagine what you know uh, uh on orlando on orlando starts really beautiful and golden and then becomes this corrupted right. place um and here the corruption is the people almost or the monsters right like you they alluded up- to like uh they like really danced around like sort of like what's going on here but there's some sort of rot there's some sort of mystery like which uh there's a cult that's all we know about like sort of like the general antagonist like the the larger sort of threat there's a bit where they talk about there's a giant fucking snake there's a giant snake they talk a about giant snake sacrifice the young lord's eyes or burn them or something it was dark it was you know it's from soft yeah um there is like so, there's some cool combo things that we saw where like they were jumping off the back of enemies. They were like it seemed very fast. It, it like I think that they are. There were times when it sounded like what what was what they were trying to emphasize was you're playing a ninja. You're not playing a knight. You're not playing a samurai. You're playing a ninja, and ninjas are fast, and ninjas take risks. And, and one of the biggest ways that they're encouraging yeah. taking risks is is yeah the resurrection mechanic. Right. So when you Which die, shadows die twice. Yeah. 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 So you, they haven't. They, they were very specific in saying part of the reason they're not. They weren't explaining very much about how this works because they said it's like in flux. It's like right. something they're still figuring out. Right. But the basic way it works is that you die and you come back some number of times. They would not tell us like whether there are consequences, if that's right. something that you have any agency over. Like, hey, if I choose not it's to die, be, like right. maybe right. I get right. to keep something. Like, no, no, it's not that they weren't telling you. It's that they said like we don't – we're still right. in depth. Yeah, like, they're, they're not – yeah. testing some yeah. things out. Right. Um, 
But uh, when I asked, uh, I, I, I tried to frame the question in a way that like didn't put them on sort of a defensive posture. But it was like, you know, one of the there are a lot of people who are attracted to the world's uh, of from software games of the stories in from software games, but find the combat and the difficulty to be like a, a tough hill to climb. Right. And so my thought was like, is this sort of a response to that? To like, hey, give players an opportunity where if they make a mistake, that rather than having to start a battle over, like they can kind of just jump back in which is why i was asking maybe there was a risk reward part right so it's like hey for this kind of gives like novice players like another chance to get in the fight but like you're not going to get as many resources if you win or right, whatever or and like that'd be like an, some way of handling instead, it. and then, instead they pushed back and said one we're like very specific like no uh this game is going to be just as challenging as our previous entries in fact we expect people to die more often mm-hmm. because we are building in a mechanic where you can come back and instead uh, they pitched it as something where you're going to they want players to take more risks. Right. They want players to like decide to do something that in a previous Souls game they would go, ah, like I'm gonna die if I do that. Well now, well if you die, it's okay. Like right. you're gonna come back and you have another shot. And uh when you die for whatever reason, <laughs> the people here don't know that you can. Right. They're like, and so right. it resets like they the, wander the idle animations of yeah. these enemies. And so like they show this one battle with like yeah, you saw it in the trailer, like the the big like uh, beast with like the wood around his uh, uh, his head, right, right, um, right. and um, some smaller minions, and like uh, in the demo we saw, like the 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 player died. Twice. They start yeah twice. He didn't mean to do that. Yeah, um, and uh, walked away, and those enemies start walking away. So then you can come up and like start doing a backstab right. and like really go to Drop town. One of the minions right. that opens up the main fight to be a little more focused for you, right? Which like. Whether or not that's their intention of making it easier for some folks. So I'm, we won't know unless we know what the resurrection stuff looks like, right? right. Because if it's resource-gated and you only have three of those things or seven like – five, like, they're like healing items. And you, they're right. rare. Then I mean all from games deal with resources you. and manage resources. Right. So my – you know, they're probably still figuring out the balance there and where that falls. But it is – my guess is it is something I'm, in which you're going to have to be thinking about when you use these and – there is probably some sort of equivalent of a bonfire where, like, that or stuff gets refreshed right. or some way. So they where, like, did say they want to get rid of the flow. Or they want to try something new besides, like, going from boss to boss to boss linear Still flow. fog gates. Still, are there still fog oh, gates? Oh, yeah, I saw fog gates. I noted that. We saw that. A, ninja, a ninja wall, remember? Like... No, when you get when in the demo when they got to the boss. Oh, was there really a fog gate? Fog, yeah, no, I wrote I, I wrote fog gate Good. check. Okay. <laughs> well, you walk through that fog gate and it's that beautiful. But it's it's, it's like Bloodborne. It's a fog gate that appears once the encounter begins. You don't, oh, 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 I see. You get locked in with the fog. Yeah, gate. you don't walk through the fog. Yeah, gate. yeah, Bloodborne got rid of the fog gate, telling you a boss was arriving. The I fog see. gate just there right. locks you in. Yes, they still have the fog gate. Yes, so it's a different fog. Different gate. Different fog gate. Uh, but that fight, that boss fight. We saw a boss fight against something called like. I want to say they called them the corrupted monk. Or yes, something that's like right. That, that's right. Which was this like giant, like humanoid siren, but like yeah, creature, creature that had. I wrote down that the layers of clothing over the armor looked really good. The like layers of like robes, but you could still tell that there was like bulky armor underneath that. Right, and also their head was in a weird. Place. It was a weird. It was, it was like a very cool, elegant big uh, boss, like, like a spear like, fight. Like, a, like a lot of the movement was like very. Right. Uh, um, pretty like yeah. for lack of a better but word also clearly if you like you would catch these glimpses of that character's face and be like yo her face yeah. is fucked up um or like something there weird. also appears to be the uh equivalent of a the visceral attack from bloodborne like there were moments where an enemy would be bowed over like oh, in yeah. a in a sort of i think of, that's their uh, posture being broken 
Right. And then, so then, but then specifically what ends up happening is like you, you, you do this sort of thing in Bloodborne where like you grab the character, yes. you stab them, you hear like the, yeah. like that, that sort of attack seems to have. What was that? What do you hear? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. It's um, the sound of a sword going into a yes. human. Um, I like, I, I keep coming back to how beautiful that area was and yeah. how they take that away from you in the middle of that fight, right? Like there's like the cherry blossoms everywhere. You're, the cherry blossoms are not only everywhere, they're on the bridge that you're fighting on. Right. And they like, as the attacks come through, they get swept up into this, into the air, into the wind and stuff. And then fog like sets in at another stage of that boss fight and everything just kind of goes dark. And she's like coming out of the fog to attack. And then our guy got killed again. The third, our demo. Well, that was right. probably planned that at probably that point. Planned. That one was probably planned. Uh, but yeah, I actually think it's a really interesting aesthetic choice for them to do something where they, they were, fi- they, the, all their games before this in the Soul series have sort of found like beauty in death and body right, horror. Right. And there's certainly an element of that, but I like the contrast of yeah. like the world around you is gorgeous, but it's the people in it that right. are the rot. And right. that's like, it potentially sets up some really interesting thematic choices sure. for like the story. Um, we didn't get, we didn't see any of that, right? So we don't no, know. Not any more than the demo, the trailer that. But I was saying, like, we didn't, yeah. no encounters with NPCs, no encounters no with, uh, any, any sort of talking or storytelling. Like, um, I'm curious if they'll do, if they're, if they're making a break from other conventions mm-hmm. at one, you know, will they make any breaks there? They did say like one of the breaks in terms of like the world structure was, it's hard to know exactly what this will mean, but the way they pitched it was rather than, like, like you said, rather than just boss to boss, they want you to have options. Yeah. And so, but you do often have options in Dark Souls and Bloodborne where you could like go a right, couple of different ways. Like Neo, the other feudal samurai right. souls type game in which you just have literally a map of missions to go do. Right. Where like some of those are what well, in a boss fight, some of them won't. They'll just be right. running through this level back. Undoubtedly that specific because they're so committed to sort of like an organic connected world. Right. I mean world. they open this demo by pointing to a castle and saying you can go to there. But right. like in a in a less But we don't know. Like way. if you finish that, then do you go to a map? I doubt it. I think it's all still connected in yeah. some way, but I wonder if they're gonna kinda of straddle between those two two things where i don't know they, we'll they were they were not talking about it and the I, game is not that far off so i mean early 2019 february come on they can't be so that game is probably it's either january or march or, right or it slips and it's it's april or may april or may um i could see it being may they're pretty good about hitting the release dates yeah, from doesn't delay you're right um but I, all these games on february 22nd now it's just a game of chicken they're like who's gonna move who's gonna flinch someone's gonna move no, he's gonna move. Crackdown's gonna move. Crackdown's gonna move. Anthem's sure. gonna move. Yeah, Anthem's gonna move. But but the thing is, like that, they're still one of the big ones, right? And also, and also, uh, Red th- Dead this year or next year? I've already forgotten. I, it's October. Okay, that's why there's like no games this fall. It was gonna be this year, and then yes, it got pushed. It's supposed to be this spring. It's supposed to be this. Supposed to be last fall, right? Not from soft. Uh, no, Rockstar is not from soft. No, and I, I I I I think they'll probably hit that. And that, that said. Uh, from software is big enough to throw like they can go settle yeah. where they want and right. they're gonna be a okay. This is another one of those instances of I also don't know what Activision's expectations are for this Me fucking either. game. I'm really curious. I have zero, like I cannot wait for uh, a quarterly call where it's everyone, like I want to hear Bobby Kotick talk about this fucking Kiro, game and explain yeah. we, how does this fit within their portfolio because it doesn't. It's cool. Uh, here's how it fits in their portfolio. Everyone in the room we were in was like jaw. We're talking. We're we're not talking shit about an Activision game, right? Uh, we're talking like we got texts that were like you have to take this Activision appointment. Yes. It's cool as shit. We're telling other people make sure you go take this thing, right? Yeah. Which is a rare thing for mm-hmm. us. There was something about just seeing it move 
this blend of speed, which again, Bloodborne was fast, but it was still deliberate and still kind of slow paced as you're, as you're, and, and claustrophobic. Let's talk about that. Bloodborne is a claustrophobic game in a lot of spaces, in a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Dark Souls tends to have a few more big open areas with like really wide, you look down and you can see all the different directions you can go and stuff like that. But especially early Bloodborne, very claustrophobic, yep. like alleyways and, and, you know, elbow turns inside of a city and blah, blah, blah. Here, we see something that is, Really wide open, not only horizontally, but vertically. Yep. Lots of jumping up onto buildings, lots of using our grappling hook to go over to trees. Um, there was stuff that the, the player that we were watching didn't go over, but there was like clearly some side stuff that they could have gone off to go do. Um, going into 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 what looked like optional areas inside of a building, you know. Ledge, ledges are a big thing where it right, sounds like all, you can manipulate those and you can drop down from them. It's it's not like an automated thing. Up from them um, or, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Um, it was... That stuff was all really cool. And then and then just to like reiterate, one of the things I'm so excited about is them and this is this puts it in conversation again with mm-hmm. Anthem and with uh what's the other uh, Fallout seventy six of like here's a team that we know they do one thing, they want to do a different thing, they want to try a different thing. Mm-hmm. This is a game where you don't create your own character and yep. their thinking behind that is explained to us. First of all, they don't explain this publicly. That's their their strategy. Anthem's Bioware strategy is to just kind of like assume that their core fan base will follow them and take the risk. The Bethesda is like we're gonna slowly unfold how the old how the new thing is like the old thing. From is just like not even talking about it in this way necessarily. But what but what is interesting to me about it is they're saying they are at least explaining what their thoughts are as to why they're going in this direction to right. us. And so what they said was we want to do a, a single player game one because then we don't have to worry about multiplayer balancing, which means like you know if you're making Dark Souls three, if you're making Bloodborne. You know it is going to have PvP in it, which means you know that you need to make sure that magic and strength builds and faith builds and dexterity builds and all the various builds actually are balanced enough to play together. And they're saying we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And they did they – did, they wouldn't explain how – character customization happens like build customization, build customization happens they said yeah. they wanted to get away from stats yeah so my my interpretation of that was that it's not going to be like dropping points in the strength and decks yeah. and all that stuff but they said there will be customization there will be upgrades yeah. they just weren't talking I about how that works lots of new skill trees I my guess is it's skill trees maybe it might just be gear it might just be sure. but, ge- but gear that acts as like skill trees totally. basically right where it's like you have three different again. I just looked it up. It's the Shinobi prosthetic, not the Ninja prosthetic. Uh-huh. It's different. Shinobi's cooler. Yeah, Shinobi's cooler. Uh, you know, you can choose up to three different Shinobi prosthetics, and there's a list of fifteen right. or something. Right, right. Uh, and then different types of like swords or main main hand weapons or whatever it is. Um, there's places to do that. Right. I can see in which you could still have character build customization without having the full like yeah. How many points in poise do I need or whatever? And in some you know? ways, I. I I would like the like it'd be cool if you can be like respecting your character in that way. Like you can you can halfway through like change like how uh, your your character uh, functions uh, in a way that Dark Souls and Bloodborne made it kind of frustrating. You gotta start you gotta start, start over. over. Yeah, totally. So we'll see. I'm I'm super excited about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's we both said ahead of time that we wanted them to make to take new a new direction. This isn't Mech Souls, but it's cool. But we what we're doing is we're crossing off a list, right? It's like we okay, souls. we got ninja souls. Yeah, we're getting, we're working, we're working our, way our way to mecha souls. Yes, yes. yes. Miyazaki also, by the way, he's directing mecha souls. He told me he said, "Hey, Austin, I oh love cool, mechs. I love mechs and souls." So cool. There's a that's nice him to let platinum you know. game that got debuted at the uh, Square thing yesterday. Uh, binary domain. No, bi- no hmm? it's not that. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, I don't remember what it was called. I wrote on my in my notes. 
it says, uh, um, brutally murder old lady, parentheses, she's evil. She was. Well, she was. That's what they told us. She was. She was Babylon's, Babylon's fall. fall. Thank you. That one didn't have mechs in it necessarily, but it had a big knight ro- robot looking thing. It felt soulsy. It felt soulsy. It I had a, a cool vibe. Time. I had a vibe. Platinum's making it. It's not going to be mech souls, but it would be cool if it was. Sure. Someone make me that game, please. Well, it's called the surge, and it's just okay. That didn't. You weren't in a mech. You had a. Big I, I'm, I'm saying in know. the spectrum. It was it's closer. Close. It's closer. It didn't have the thing that's cool about these games, which is like the lore and like the. There's a vibe of history to the Souls games, the yeah. Bloodborne, that yeah. is so valuable in place in place setting and like literally setting the table and making it feel like, right. hey, there has been people have been here. There's stuff for you to look over, um, right? And that stuff is so important. Also, we'll see. I they're making they're making another surge. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, totally, that's true. That's fair. All right, I think that's gonna do it for us. Yeah, uh, we will be back. We'll probably have another podcast that hit last night that you may not have heard yet because that will be the one in which right. we talked about Ubisoft, Ubisoft, PC, PC gamer, sh- PC, PC gaming, gaming show. show, which is happening now, which you have to go watch. Uh, Square Enix. Oh, you really? We'll talk about it in that one. Never mind. I was going to talk about something. We'll talk about it in that one. Square Enix and PlayStation Sony. and yeah. Sony. So that'll be you'll, that's in the feed. It's before this one. Go listen to that if you haven't listened to that yet. Thanks for hanging out. Austin Walker on Twitter. Austin underscore Walker on Twitter. Patrick. You got it. Patrick Patrick on Twitter. Uh, Waypoint on Twitter. Also, we will be back later tonight for our day one podcast. My mom, I feel like I'm confused. We are in a, we are in a weird place. Bye. We found games. Bye. We found games Bye. in a <laughs> well, strange stop. place. Stop Is that it. how that song no, goes? No, just stop. We... Thank you. <laughs> Joel. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more, tonight with more. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.